Coming up, the Celtics win again and the Bucks win without a big scoring night from Giannis. This is Locked On Game to Game NBA. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NBA. Local experts joining us to go over the biggest stories on the hardwood. I am your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Boston Celtics star duo did it once again on Wednesday. Jalen Brown scored 41 points. Jason Tatum had 31 after Boston's fourth straight win over a New Orleans team without Zion or Brandon Ingram. Locked On Celtics and Pelicans recap the matchup in the Garden. Boston Celtics were in a shootout early and they pull away in the third quarter thanks to Jalen Brown. I'm John Corrales from the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Celtics getting the win, pulling away, ultimately a 125-114 win here at the TD Garden to close out a perfect two-game homestand really quick for the Celtics. Jalen Brown, I believe, played about as perfectly as you can expect Jalen Brown to play. 41 points in this game. He had a double-double 18 and 10 in the first half. Then in the third quarter, he doubled it 18 points in the third. Why was it a perfect game? Because he did it by attacking the basket. He took six three-pointers, but they didn't come early. They didn't come in a bunch. He didn't force them. And he hit three of them, so nice shooting night for him. But it was mostly at the basket, mostly at the rim. And you can see that in his nine free throw attempts. Eight of nine from the line. One of those was a technical foul, so eight free throws on his drives. A great, great game for Jalen, who I think had been searching for his offense a bit lately. So to see him go out there, stay patient, play under control, get to the rim when none of these Pelicans defenders could stay in front of him, it was an absolutely perfect performance from a guy, a star, that kind of needed one of these to get back on track. Now the Celtics head on the road back-to-back against the Brooklyn Nets. I'll be talking about it on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Though the New Orleans Pelicans fought hard against the Boston Celtics, it was clear they were undermanned in the loss. With Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram still out, is it time for the Pelicans to make a trade? I'm Jake Madison, host of Locked On Pelicans and Locked On NBA. Credit to New Orleans, who was down three starters, including Zion and Ingram, for fighting against the best team in the NBA, getting the Celtics lead down to one point in the second half. But effort only goes so far and does not move you up the standings. While CJ McCollum played like an all-star, scoring 38 points, he's been really, really good the past two months. No one else was able to shoulder the scoring burden. With a combined 47 points in street closing, no return date yet for either Zion Williamson or Brandon Ingram, is it time for New Orleans to make a trade? They're loaded with first-round picks, and with the West so bunched up, a handful of losses could move them down into the play-in tournament. The trade deadline might be a month away, but it feels like time is ticking for New Orleans. Giannis scored just seven points for the Bucks on Wednesday night, but Milwaukee still managed to beat the Hawks in Atlanta. Locked on Bucks and Hawks have both sides after the rest of Milwaukee stepped up with the scoring. The Atlanta Hawks came with a furious rally, but the Bucks hang on and pick up their second straight win on the road. My name's Kane Pittman. I'm the host of the Locked On Bucks podcast. In many ways, this was the opposite of what we saw in New York two nights ago. Milwaukee were down to the Knicks by 17. They came back and won and closed it out down the stretch against Atlanta. They were up 24 in the third quarter and found themselves behind with a couple minutes to go. But I tell you what the difference was, it was Drew Holiday. He has come up clutch in both games and it hasn't been a perfect offensive season for Drew so far this year. He's been in and out of the lineup 
But to see him get the job done and the other role players on the Bucks hit shots and provide offense is a great thing for Milwaukee because Giannis only had seven points in this game. And typically that means you're no chance to win. The Bucks role players stepped up. Drew Holiday was fantastic. Brooke Lopez had a double-double. And ultimately the Bucks pick up a win. Maybe they're starting to turn things around offensively. Hello, friends. My name is Brad Roland. And the Hawks had a roller coaster evening on this Wednesday, nearly coming back from a 24-point deficit. In fact, they came back in the fourth quarter. It took the lead for about 22 seconds, and uh, that was not quite enough for Atlanta. They played pretty well, actually, after the first quarter. But unfortunately, NBA games are four quarters long. The first quarter was a calamity for Atlanta, 39-19, and they were sort of coming back from behind the entire way. They dug a massive hole, and it was not uh, quite shallow enough for them to get out of on this evening. No Young, no, no click, click Capella. There was excuses in this one. Obviously, the Hawks were shorthanded, but the bench was really good in this game. Bogdanovich, Kaminsky, Jalen Johnson, AJ Griffin, everyone off the bench was solid for Atlanta, but it wasn't quite enough. And we'll get into all of what transpired in this game, as well as big picture stuff without Young, Capella, and more on the Hawks podcast. The Knicks beat the Indiana Pacers yesterday in what nearly turned out to be a disastrous loss for them because they gave up a 25 point third quarter lead. Locked on Knicks recaps a fortunate win for them while Locked on Pacers talks about their team coming up short. Well, so much for that Tyrese Halliburton revenge game that he was going to have against the Knicks. The Knicks win 119 to 113 over the Pacers. And look, you know, yeah, did they almost blow a lead? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And it almost was not a lot of fun for Knicks fans, but the Knicks end up pulling this one out in the end behind 34 huge points from Jalen Brunson as well as 27 from the returning R.J. Barrett. You know, and this is what teams that are good do. They, you know, bend but don't break. And that's what the Knicks did in this game. We'll have more about it Unlocked on Knicks. Pacers lose to the Knicks 119-113. I'm Tony East, the host of Locked on Pacers. And the story of this game should be a spirited Pacers comeback. Down 16 at halftime, down 25 in the third quarter. They march all the way back, cut it to two, have a chance to tie it late. They still lost, but that was the on-court story of the game. And yet, the Pacers' real story of the game is injuries. No Aaron Neesmith. He was sick right before the game. O'Shea Brissett, hamstring strain. He's out. Knicks forward score 41 points and take over the Pacers due to injury. Miles Turner, late scratch with back spasms. He was out. Knicks drove to the basket with confidence and carved up the Pacer defense. And in the third quarter, the big one. Tyrese Halliburton lands after a layup, gets bumped by one Knicks player, gets landed on by his own teammate, gets landed on by another Knicks player. He left the game. He left the arena on crutches. As bad as it could be for the Pacers if he's out for a significant time. We'll cover the game and the injuries all on the Locked On Pacers podcast. Coming up, the Grizzlies win their eighth in a row. This is Locked On Game to Game NBA. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Built Bar. They are the best tasting protein bars on the market, probably because they're made with 100% real chocolate. They come in dozens of different flavors. I personally like the puffs, which are made with protein infused marshmallow. And again, they are high in protein, but they're low in fat, low in sugar, and low in carbs. If you head over to Built.com, you can use our promo code LOCKED15. That gives you 15% off of your order. So just put in that promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your order at built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NBA. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Washington Wizards hit a go-ahead three with five seconds left in the game last night. Then Zach Levine tried to match it on the other end for the Bulls, but he couldn't. Locked On Wizards and Bulls have more after a close one in Washington. 
Wizards. The Washington Wizards win a nail-biter tonight against the Chicago Bulls, 197, behind a Kyle Kuzma three-point shot with 5.3 seconds left in the game. But how did the Washington Wizards win this game? Well, they out-rebounded the Chicago Bulls 52-39 to with 12 offensive rebounds. They also won the points-off turnovers battle. 19 to the Chicago Bulls, 11. Now, the Chicago Bulls, led by Zach Levine, he did score 38 points tonight, but it wasn't enough because of the injuries. Both teams had injuries. Uh, the Washington Wizards had Bradley Bill out, their franchise player, but they also had Daniel Gavin and Christoph Brzezings out, with the Chicago Bulls also missing DeMar DeRozan. So there was a lot of injuries for both sides, but this is a good team victory for the Wizards. So looking forward, the Wizards play game three of their homestand against the New York Knicks at 7 o'clock on Friday night. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and have a good night. The Chicago Bulls lose after a second-half collapse. Uh, a boneheaded three by Zach Levine, even though that he was dominant all night, or, or should I say a boneheaded lack of three by Zach Levine, even though he was dominant all night uh, and just the lack of aggression from the entire team. Um, they, they, they didn't do what they needed to do in that third quarter defensively, turning the ball over way too many times, giving transition threes, missing easy shots on a consistent basis. And you've lost two in a row now from Boston, losing here to Washington, a Washington team that was down Kristaps Porzingis and Bradley Beal. Even though you're down uh, um, DeMar DeRozan, you should have been able to come out of this one with a dub. I mean, this is an unexcusable loss. Uh, It's an unexcusable finish to this game. And uh, we'll be breaking it more down over on Locked on Bulls, man. Tune in with us over there. The Detroit Pistons bounced back from a disturbing 30-point loss on Tuesday to beat the Timberwolves on Wednesday. Locked on Pistons and Wolves look at how Detroit beat the shorthanded Minnesota team. This was an incredible bounce-back performance by the Detroit Pistons tonight. Host of the Locked on Pistons podcast, Kukiel here, after again absolutely destroyed by the Philadelphia 76ers last night without all of their big men, I should say. They came out tonight against the Minnesota Timberwolves and put on a really, really good performance and one they should definitely be proud of. Now, Minnesota was without Anthony Edwards for a lot of the second half. He ended up coming back in the fourth quarter for some weird reason. Um, but Sadiq Bay had probably his best performance of the year. 31 points and 10 of 16 shooting. Jane Ivey and Killian Hayes both finished with 18 points. One had nine assists, one had eight assists. I thought this was one of the, the most impressive performances of the year. It might be the most impressive performance to me by Jane Ivey of the year. I thought he did a great job of playing with pace, knowing when to turn the Jets on, knowing when to slow it down, knowing when to run the offense, took good shots. I loved what I saw from Jane Ivey tonight. We'll talk about all of this on tomorrow's episode of the Lockdown Pistons Podcast. A half step forward and a full gigantic step back for the Timberwolves. I'm Ben Beacon, a host of the Lockdown Wolves podcast. And on the heels of a four-game winning streak, the Wolves went to Detroit with the chance to play one of the league's worst teams 10 days after losing to them on their home floor. But instead, they turned in another miserable performance, losing by 17, trailing by 20-plus for much of the fourth quarter. And this was a shorthanded Pistons team. No Marvin Bagley, who double-doubled against the Wolves first time around. No Jalen Duran, the exciting rookie. No Isaiah Stewart. And yet the Timberwolves were beat by 17, gave up 135 points to the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Anthony Edwards left the game with a hip injury early. It was reported he would not come back in the game. And then he came back late in the third quarter, and it didn't matter. He still ended up scoring 20 points and 18 18 shots. But this was an all-around terrible performance for Minnesota. The defense was the biggest issue. Point of attack defense was non-existent. We're going to break it down on the Lockdown Wolves postcast. Make sure to subscribe to Lockdown Wolves for all things Timberwolves. 
The Memphis Grizzlies winning streak has now reached eight after they won last night against the San Antonio Spurs. John Morant's 38 points led the way and Locked on Grizzlies goes over yet another win. Even though the overall effort could have been better for the Grizzlies on both ends of the floor, sometimes as a Grizzlies and as an NBA fan, you just have to appreciate a fun basketball game. And that's what Grizzlies fans got in FedEx form against the San Antonio Spurs on Wednesday night. I'm Joe Mullinax of Lockdown Grizzlies, and that game had a little bit of everything. High-scoring affair, lots of impressive offense. John Morant once again dunking on Jakob Pertl, unfortunately for him. Jaron Jackson Jr. looking like an offensive weapon as well as a defensive one. Desmond Bain, very active offensively, looking as if he is the Bain that started the season, the fringe all-star Desmond Bain. Tyus Jones continuing to get back into form himself, this time as a reserve, not just as a starter, with John Morant back in the fold. And Steven Adams still showing that he's one of the most underappreciated players in the NBA on both sides of the floor, getting extra possessions for the Grizzlies, being strong in defensive moments when they needed him most. What a game. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NBA. Thank you once again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Now make sure you subscribe to Locked On NBA and your favorite team's Locked On podcast right here on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.